You're listening to Strong Runner Chick Radio, episode 37. Welcome to Strong Runner Chick Radio, a leading online community where our goal is to educate, empower, and connect female distance runners across the world. We believe in healthy running, fueling, and embracing our strength as female distance runners inside and out. Through interviews with top professional, collegiate, and master's level runners, leading dietitians, coaches, sports psychologists, and runners of all shapes and sizes, we hope to spread the message that there is no one-size-fits-all approach to distance running. Now, let's get to the show. Just before we get to the show, I want to pop in and tell you about Fast Zach. Fast Zach is a distance-based routing app, and it provides step-by-step navigation to explore whatever city you may be in. It's almost like having a Siri while on the run. So definitely check it out at fastzach.com or download Fast Zach in the App Store, and it's free to download. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hello, Strong Runner Chicks. Welcome to another episode of SRC Radio. We're so happy to have you here, per usual. So this episode is going to be slightly different, and I'm super excited about it because it's just going to be Megan and I. Um, After the retreat, I reached out to Megan, and I was like, I got to interview you for the podcast because I need to know what happened. I wasn't unable to uh, attend the retreat, excuse me, unfortunately. But I, I just wanted to hear from Megan's perspective what it was like to host the retreat, how things went, you know, kind of just give me the 411 on what went down. Um, so, Megan, hello. Hello. I'm so happy to be here today, mm-hmm. as usual. I was just telling Kelsey, it's kind of weird not having a third person or a third screen, mm-hmm. but it's pretty awesome that it's just us two, just like the first episode. So I know. Isn't that so funny? I was thinking yeah. about it. I think our first episode was last September. September, I want to say, the end of September, beginning of October, which is crazy. So I can't believe that we are now, you know, so far into this. And mm-hmm. it's in now that I, I can remember even last summer, a year ago, talking about the retreat and like planning it. And now it's done over with, which is crazy. I, it went by so fast. I know. It's crazy to me, too. It seems like it was just this far off dream and we'll kind of get to this, but like I had always had this in mind as something that I wanted to do with SRC and a vision to really bring together our community. And then I remember Kelsey and I, when we first met, the only time we've met still, (laughs) um, it seems like I know Kelsey outside of, and like all of our uh, SRC contributors, but really Kelsey and I met over a trip to Moab. I think it was last October, I want to say. I think November. November. We just got into Colorado. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So back in November, it seemed like, oh, this is one thing we'll do one day, mm-hmm. kind of far off, and maybe like a year or two. And it didn't seem as real. But now that it's actually happened, I mean, it's like, what, eight months later? Like, I know. Not too far later. It's so. so funny how that happened. And it's funny because literally, like you said, we were like, maybe in like a a year and a half or two years, this retreat will actually happen. And like, 
kudos to you, Meg. You killed it in terms of, you know, organizing it and getting all the sponsors and everything. But like Megan said, we'll get to that. Um, but to start us off, Megan, what's a fun fact of your day today? What's something that ha that was awesome that happened? Or Ooh, I yeah, got something. Go, go. Yeah, um, this is kind of exciting. So speaking of just go for it, kind of, uh, this is probably the highlight of my day, I would say. Um, I found out, well, I had wanted to do an intuitive eating. So speaking of intuitive eating, tying this into the retreat here, we had Hannah Meyer, registered dietitian, come and talk about intuitive eating. Um, and I've always been an advocate myself for it. And really, really something I love and am passionate about is intuitive eating. So um, I thought, oh, it would be really cool to organize uh, an employee wellness intuitive eating workshop series. And um, so Anyway, I reached out to them a few months ago, USU, Utah State Employee Wellness, and told them this idea, and it was like something that, oh, maybe one day, like, we'll have to get it approved, and I mean, this was probably back in, say, January, so it seemed far off to me, but needless to say, we had our first uh, workshop today of a six-week series that we're hosting, and I didn't lead the whole thing. This is kind of like the retreat, so I helped organize it, get the speakers to it. I will be speaking at it um, at least one of the weeks, but it was really exciting to see it all come together and piece like dietitians and researchers in our field together to make this workshop happen. So that was kind of the oh highlight gosh. today. That is yeah. amazing. That is really actually. First of all. Kudos again, kudos to you. I'm just gonna keep kudos, kudoing you. <laughs> kudos to me. <laughs> kudos to you. Um, oh, thank you. All over this. I mean, good job. That's incredible. I feel like intuitive eating is something that's really so. I mean, I wish I heard Hannah speak, but something that's yeah. so powerful nowadays because I feel like so many people have lost that into intuition. Mm -hmm. um, but one of my to-do lists or to-do reads or whatever is that intuitive eating book and then the workbook that goes along with it. Um, do you have it? I have it with me oh, right now. Oh my gosh. Workbook is great. It's uh, a really good, uh, com uh, what's the right word? Just companionship to yeah. the, uh, to the real book. Mm -hmm. And um, Kelsey, I know you'll like this and anyone who's listening that loves the SRC book club, I think um, this might have to be our next book of the month. It's kind of hefty, but let me just show you. Uh, it's called Women Who Run With the Wolves, Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype. So that's uh, another current read that I just began. And it's actually, there's a yoga studio here that does a book club as well. And they're reading this. Oh my so, gosh. Really That's good going one. on our list. Definitely yep. SRC book club is happening this summer, my friends. Can't so wait. get excited. And that book will be on the list because my mouth just dropped open when I heard about it. So I'm sorry, <laughs> we're going to be selfish and I'm going to put that on there. We are both going to put that on there. Yeah. Unapologetic about that. Yes. Um, yeah. By the way, Kelsey, can you tell us what the first book is? Can we get any insight? When will um, it be I, you know what? It's funny. I haven't even thought about the books yet. Um, I think, uh, so I'm in a bit of a transition period. I'll hopefully explain more about that later on once everything's figured yeah. out. But um, I would say we would probably start at the beginning of July, um, just as I get things kind of under um, wraps in my life, to be perfectly honest. Um, so beginning of July, I think that would be a good start date, month right before school starts and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know the book. So if anybody who's listening has book recommendations or books they would like to read, please feel, well, Megan already has one. She's like, girl, <laughs> I'm holding it up. You can't see this. No, I can't. I'm happy to kick this off. <laughs> Kelsey, I can help. We can start with this one. We should start with women yeah. who run with, what is it? Women who run with wolves. 
Yeah, and the fact that it has run in the title just says it all right there. We there we go. We got yeah. it. Um, mm -hmm. So if anybody who's listening has book ideas that they would like or that they have, feel passionate and want to share with everybody, and it could be about running. It doesn't have to be running, about running. Um, it's just things that, that you really enjoyed to read. Um, DM us or send us an email, and we'll start that list. And if you want to join, let us know. Yeah. We'd love to have you. We'll be sending an email out soon, that's for sure. Yes, more than yeah. likely. All right, so let's yeah. dive right into this, my friend. Um, yeah. Okay, this is weird interviewing you. I kind of love it. Um, so give me a brief overview of the retreat. I know that's literally the least specific question ever, but just kind of like a little bit of background. Why did you want to do this? What did you hope to accomplish? Kind of things like along those lines. Yeah, so um, Strong Runner Chicks, like we say in our mission statement is um, really what we're all about is educating, empowering, and connecting female distance runners. And I choose those words very carefully because I think um, a lot of that starts with the educational component and learning and learning from one another, not just from the experts in the field or professional runners, but um, we have so much to teach one another. So that was like bringing together women to teach um, and learn. Um, another one is to empower women and this retreat was certainly empowering, not just for myself to host, but um, empowering for all who attended, at least I hope. Um, and I think that it was empowering in, in some way or another to everyone there. And then to connect, um, connecting is the biggest component I would say of bringing women together in person and there's just something about being around like the last night we were around um, a campfire going around the circle and just reflecting on the week talking about our highs and lows our peaches and pits of the day and of the retreat and I think it was really powerful to hear that oh we also talked about um most memorable running moment. So that was a heartfelt one as well. Um, but just conversations like that that go beneath the surface. Um, I was joking with one of the attendees. I think it might have been Sarah. We did not talk about the weather. Like we had <laughs> so many more things. We talked about altitude and kind of complained about it um, and shared bonding over food, I would say, because we all love like our hummus and our guac, which we were a little low on, um, my fault. But things like that, um, the fact that that was like the lowest point of the day for a lot of people was kind of a highlight for me because it shows that um, there wasn't anything super bad or <laughs> at least in my mind I don't know how to put that better but there weren't any things that were just complete flops and going into it I was really worried and um, of course like Kelsey helped so much with the preparation but and just the encouragement along the way so I really have her to thank for that and she'll downplay it but Kelsey you helped out so so much whether you know it or not and um, we really really missed having her there and I think going into it I was like oh no it's gonna be awful because Kelsey's not here and what am I gonna do but um, it it was totally fine like it worked out and it, you just got to trust um, Hannah Meyer to the rescue by the way she was just incredible and all the women I mean that were there, um, women, girls, just phenomenal people. Um, I could just go on and on about our attendees and like highlight each one of them. But the overview of like the retreat was really a weekend, I would say, not just for running. Um, running was what brought us there. It was more of an escape from running in a sense, like the traditional, um, you know, 
we're going to do six by a mile today and do this tempo or focusing too much on what we're um, eating. We were trying to get away from that kind of stuff. So it was not at all numbers focused. It was really getting away from the numbers and like tuning into our bodies. I would say it was kind of an intuitive retreat in a sense, not just on the eating side, but just like on the conversations and self-care focus that we had. So really powerful weekends. Um, well, week, it felt like a weekend to me. I was in Boulder for a full week and it was just like the highlight of my year by far. So if that says anything, that was, um, that's a little overview for you, Kelsey. Any follow-ups? No, that was great. Oh, um, so many follow-ups. But I love what you said at the end about a weekend of escaping from traditional running atmosphere and focusing less on numbers and more on intuition. I don't know that – I feel like that really speaks to a lot of what SRC does. Um, you know, of course, we want to PR and we want to focus on, you know, getting better. But at the same time, I think – it's amazing that SRC brings, you know, connects women's to get connect women together to just enjoy being in their bodies and being, you know, a part of themselves holistically, not just the running, but also as a sister or a mother or an academic or, you know, someone who loves to be outside or someone who loves to bake or cook. So I, I really admire you for taking on this this different perspective of like an intuition retreat rather than a running retreat. I think, I think that must've been very powerful, not only for you, but those who are in attendance. Yeah, certainly. And I think, um, I've not really been numbers focused. Like in an instance was um, people would ask, you know, what's the elevation gain of this route or what's the, you know, you want to know a little bit of numbers there. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't care. Like it doesn't matter. We didn't ask beforehand. There was no requirement. You could be running as little as zero miles per week or as many as, you know, 70 um, and come to this retreat. Nobody was doing 70, but we had people there that weren't running and it was totally fine. And like we had people that ran a couple miles or ran 10 or 20 minutes. And that was that, like you didn't have, we didn't have any requirements for a shape or a size or an ability level that you had to meet. No marks to come on this retreat, like no qualifications other than being a female distance runner. Um, female identifying distance runner. So yeah. Um, yeah, but it was certainly powerful in that way for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can remember, it's funny. I can remember when I was answering emails about the retreat, when we first like put it out onto like the, the interweb about, you know, starting this uh -huh. retreat and, you know, possibly doing it. And I can remember answering DMs and emails from women who were saying, okay, like, do I need to be in shape for this retreat? Like how, how much are we running? Yeah. What's the pace like? And I was like, girl, if you want to come, just come. Like, yeah. we're going to accept you as who you are, no matter if you're running or you're walking or you're sitting, like you can come, you know? So yeah. I think that was the all are welcome perspective was just really, really um, refreshing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's hopefully what we get across there is everyone's welcome. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. you mentioned a little bit um, back ago um, how it felt like you were there for like a week, you know, even though the retreat was so short. And you actually started your week off with the Boulder Boulder 10K, which I think is a really cool thing to do. And um, I think some of the, did there any other retreat members attend or run? 
Yeah. Oh, and I don't okay. want to say that the retreat, the retreat went by so fast. It was oh, yeah. totally in a blur, but oh, I yeah. actually was there for a week and I did a, a mini retreat for myself just to, I am an introvert, so I needed that space. Um, but it was crazy too at the retreat, just like coming from an introvert perspective. Mm -hmm. um, I know everyone's different, but like usually I can't spend that much time around people. And I was just like all around the people. I did not want to be, you know, I didn't want to go to back to my room at night. I was like, we could just keep talking into the night and keep going. And we had a lot of late night combos. So yeah. um, I think from that perspective, it was also very welcoming to those that were introverted. They could always mm -hmm. take time away and um, just have those deeper discussions. But mm -hmm. what was the other thing? Oh, Boulder, Boulder. Yeah. Um, personally, a really rough race for me. It was just a very humid day and mm -hmm. I was not very trained for a 10K. I've been running more like trails and just kind of going longer and easier in a sense in my training lately. Um, training for first 50K. So a 10K was a uh, a little bit more speedy than I'm used to, mm -hmm. at least recently. So from that experience, personally, not my best, but the race itself was very cool. Um, as a, a volunteer, I was a vol run trier. <laughs> they have a lot of play on words in the Boulder Boulder, as you can tell. Um, so the day before, and I probably wore myself out a little bit, but I was walking around the festival, um, talking to people and taking trash bags out and stuff, but it was, it was a fun experience to just like be part of the crew that was helping out and making it happen. And then I got to see the magic come together the next day. Um, and having run like the Houston marathon, for instance, um, no dashing or I'm not trying to bash the Houston marathon here at all or any other marathon, but I mean, this was insane for a 10 K like it went above and beyond most marathons that I know of. So I have to give credit to that. I think it's definitely a must do 10 K if you get the chance. It's one of, I think it's runner's world's top 10 K to do. So mm -hmm. go out there and sign up next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really want to jump back really quickly about um, your comments about being introverted and um, mm -hmm. because I'm very introverted as well. Um, and I think though, your comment made me realize that when you're surrounded by people who are like you and who have the same passions and interests, don't you find that you can spend more time with those people? Like you just want, you just want to sit down and talk with them and like yeah. talk with them for like, for those of you who don't know, Megan, like we were saying at the beginning of the podcast, Megan, Megan and I have literally met once like in person in Utah, um, that trip in Utah, but we can have conversations for like two hours on zoom and Skype just because we're so we have so many of the same interests and values and perspectives. So I feel like in this instance, you were bringing together a group of women who were so, who had so many common interests and likes and similarities, but we're all different, of course, in their own ways. But you know, that even if you were an introvert, you weren't afraid to talk to those around you, or you were able to spend a little more time than usual with these people because they were so like you. So I just kind of wanted to point that out in terms of like those people who are listening, like, you know, surround yourself with people who are like you because it's going to make your life a lot more fun and beneficial and enjoyable. Um, so I just want, yeah, that was just something I had on my mind and I was like, oh, I, I, maybe I should share that. Like that's yeah. a really cool perspective. 
I would say there too, but it's so hard to find people who are just like right? you, right? Yeah. It can be at least. Yeah. And some of the um, attendees there said, you know, I haven't had these discussions in years or like I've never had discussions like these mm -hmm. um, and found this is my tribe, you know, to find your tribe there and connect with women there was um, really, really nice. Um, but yeah, it was certainly a bit of a luxury as well. Like, yeah, I wish I had people like that and you know, around I the know. corner all the time. So it's like you're but, spoiled. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just about finding those people. Exactly. Um, okay. So jumping back into the tree, glad to hear the Boulder Boulder was a cool experience. Kind of a bummer. It didn't go as well for you, but when you're training for your first 50 K, um, understandable. Um, and humidity is the worst. Ugh. Like, yeah. Oh, and tip to everyone running it, make sure you pay for the phone locker ahead of time. I ended up running with my cell phone because I forgot oh. the $5 fee and it was just silly. Like in the race photos, I've got the cell phone in my hand and it just, mm -hmm. you don't want to have to run with extra clunk anywhere. So make sure you, and good thing I didn't have like a fanny pack on or anything, but yeah. <laughs> or a fueling belt that I didn't need, but yeah. make sure that you you know, little tips like that would have made things a little better. So I just envisioned you with like, you know, those like mom fanny packs, those yeah. ones that sit on your front or whatever. Oh, I could just imagine you. I just imagined you running the Boulder Boulder 10K with a huge fanny pack right on the front oh, yeah. of you. Right on the that would have gotten some looks, you know, you know, great yeah. way to start the week. Um, so the retreat was held at Sunshine Mountain Lodge. Uh, what were these accommodations like? Because I know this is a really big decision um when i can remember you're yeah. like do we rent out a huge airbnb like what do we do um so mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about the accommodations yeah i do have to thank sunshine for being so welcoming and accommodating um initially i would say the lack of accommodations available around there made the urgency real like that mm -hmm. was where i said okay we've got to book this place and decide on the retreat back in december or this is not happening. Like we cannot just wait until March or May and say, yeah, I think we're going to host a retreat like next month. It's kind of that six months plus out kind mm -hmm. of a deal. So just telling people in case you're listening and you're like, I want to host a retreat or a camp one day, I would say book in advance. Um, and also probably best to visit the accommodations beforehand. I did not. And I was just like, I know this is going to be fine. Um, I toured it online. Um, online, I have to give Sunshine credit. It looks better in person than it does online. So um, I thought it was an even better experience and accommodations were very high quality. Um, it felt a little bit like summer camp. Yes, um, we had different cabins and lodges, but they were not bunk beds. And coming from Hannah, who had gone to Wazelle's retreat, she said it felt more like a... Um, I don't know, more like an Airbnb or hotel slash um, versus a summer camp. Um, and it, so it was definitely a lodge type experience out in the woods type of experience, but we still had um, beds for everyone got their own bed and whatnot. So that was nice. Oh, and no porta potties. So in case you're wondering, like when we host future retreats, we will not make anyone go to an outhouse or <laughs> share beds. So mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because I went on that um, bird camp with uh, Hannah last year. That's actually how I met her, the sweet, wonderful girl she is. Um, and it was funny because it was literally like summer camp. 
like a hundred percent like summer camp. So when um, I had heard that you had booked Sunshine Mountain, I was like, oh gosh, I wonder if it's going to be so much like summer camp. But then as we got more involved in it, even the weeks leading up to it, um, that they provide linens and sheets and stuff like that. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a four-star hotel. Yeah. To <laughs> and not to bash Wazelle because that was super yeah, fun. Exactly. So, like, it was like going back yeah. in time. Different was, vibes, oh, different it tribes. Was awesome. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad to hear the accommodations went well because that was a super yeah. major stress there. And I oh yeah. Talking to Megan, she'd be like, "Should I book it? Like, what should I do? What, what date should I do?" And I was like, "Megan, it's all gonna work out. Things are gonna be great." And she wasn't that like dramatically, like Megan's <laughs> not dramatic, but um, I knew that it was a big stressor for you, Megan. So <laughs> it was just—I'm so happy that it worked out. Yeah, it's a big decision, and even more so when you're like, "What if I book it and no one comes?" Right. So thank you again to those that came and. <laughs> Even those that were on the fence about it, um, you got mm -hmm. us really excited. And I think it was really cool to see just how many people were actually interested, even if they couldn't make it for various reasons. Right. Um, we would love, love, love to do another one and bring mm -hmm. together anyone that's yeah. listening now that's like, man, I wish I had been there because yeah. I sure wish I could go on one again. Yeah. So, Man, I wish I could have been there. I know. I wish you could have too. <laughs> we'll like do happened. another. Yes. Yeah. We'll do like a mini one again. Maybe instead of Moab, we'll go somewhere else, the two of us, and yeah. plan for the next retreat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the first night um, of camp, Melody Fairchild spoke. And I heard that her presentation was just top. I mean, everybody's I heard was top notch, but mm -hmm. Melody's was really good. And I remember after I talked with you yeah. about the retreat, like briefly, um, prior to this conversation, you you were like, Melody's was just like, oh my gosh, amazing. It was out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the retreat and then what were some of your greatest takeaways from her presentation? Yeah, sure. Um, I just soaked it up. I mean, I think it's just the way that she, she essentially, they talk, you know, when you talk about giving a good presentation, not that I'm the expert, but you got to be able to tell good stories. And Melody Fairchild was just, uh, it was a sleuth of stories pieced together over the course of an evening. And I think it was also that we were so in awe, it being the first evening, our first special guest there. Um, even though I know people were very tired because she spoke late into the night, um, it was just wonderful. Um, she spoke about kind of her, li her lifelong journey in running and the lessons that she learned along the way. So she pieced them together based on different components. And I'm not great at remembering specifics. I just remember the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But I know we had attendees taking lots of notes on those lifelong lessons. And then the under each lesson was a different story that kind of taught her that lesson, such as, you know, speaking your mind when it needs to be spoken. Um, I'm not sure if that was actually a a lesson in running, but it was something along those lines. That to me was one of the most powerful ones because just how much um, I didn't realize Melody as a, not just as a runner, but as a human being too, bringing in more than a runner and talking about how she stood up not only for herself, but for her teammates in hard situations. Like, you know, when a coach in high school or college would make a comment about weight, she did not let that happen and just be a victim to it. She stood up and spoke out against it. So situations like that, I think we can all learn from. And it really, really, it, it was just like, uh, by the end of it, I was thinking, I want to be Melody Fairchild when I grow up, you know, she's just such a role model. And <laughs> side note, I think she also 
she, she mentioned wanting to go into the Peace Corps and just, I mean, so much giving back, not just, mm-hmm. it wasn't about her and, you know, this is, this is just me and I'm a, you know, my running and mm-hmm. that's all well and good. But I think having um, this mindset of serving others from the time that she was, you know, a high school or collegiate runner mm-hmm. wanting to give back to the running community was so powerful and mm-hmm. how she just has longevity in the sport based on the decisions she made to be a healthy runner. And she certainly almost fell victim to a lot of things um, like, you know, disordered eating. And she will talk about that openly back in um, her early years. But I guess just the way that she overcame those was really, really inspiring to all of us. Mm, It sounds like it sounds like she was very open and honest and um, mm-hmm. maybe even the word vulnerable and courageous in sharing her stories because I can imagine yeah. that, you know, it's not easy to do. And I also think, you know, she's sat with these stories for a while, so it's maybe more comfortable for her to speak about them rather than, you know, them having like a month or two ago. It's, yeah. it's harder to speak about things that, ha- you know, have happened sooner rather than um, a while ago. But um, you mentioned speaking your mind when it needs to be spoken. Have you adopted that into your um, your life after the retreat? I know it's only been like two weeks or so, but have you adopted that into your life at all? Oh man, Kelsey, putting me on the hot seat. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to think of situations. I'm thinking that I ought to do that more often. That's something I'm working on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've worked on it a little bit, but I don't think necessarily in the past two weeks I've been put in situations where I, you know, I'm called to do that. But that's a really, really good, um, good question for all of us. You know, have we, have we done that? Have we been putting into action what we've learned at the retreat? So I'm still in the stages of processing a lot of what we learned and Mm -hmm. just piecing it all together. But good question, Kelsey. Yeah, no, I, I just, it kind of came to mind because it, it's really hard and a powerful mm-hmm. thing to do. And um, I think sometimes, you know, if we take a minute to write down at the beginning of the week, one thing we want to try to do, if the situation calls for it, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, that's a really powerful way to grow as a human being. So maybe, you know, whatever, you know, that thing you want to accomplish during the week is um, write it down tack it up on your wall, you know, and then see if you can figure out how to accomplish that in your week. Um, Mm. I don't know. I, I, that really made me, makes me think that you could do it when the time comes, Meg, especially since it meant a lot to you. Oh, thank you, Kelsey. Yeah, I guess I've done that in the sense of via email, but maybe this podcast would be a good, uh, good one for that. Yeah. And even email is a great place to start. Sometimes writing things down is a lot easier than saying them. And then once you get the courage to write them down, you just practice saying it and it ends up working out just fine. You guys, I feel like I'm getting a life coaching session with Kelsey right now. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, So each day that you guys were, each day that you were there, those who are interested or wanted to, or however, you know, they chose, um, went for a run. Um, and mm-hmm. so what were your favorite, some of your favorite running routes? I don't know if they had names or where you ran or what you saw or, and, and yeah, I have a follow-up question after that, but okay. let's start with like, what was, what was the running like out there? So first off, I do have to preface it with the fact that we were outside of Boulder. So we're not just in Boulder. Um, if you are in Boulder, Fast Zach, the app and uh, the distance-based routing app that we're 
um, huge advocates of. They have some incredible routes throughout Boulder and more so in like the downtown Boulder area. Um, we were up in Allen's Park and that's right outside the Rocky Mountains. So um, we did a couple of routes near Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, proximity to trails as far as like honestly some of the best views were just heading off onto the road from our camp and then there were a lot of dirt roads with um, like Taylor Road was out there um, and then Wild Basin was a really pretty hike mm -hmm. that a lot of people did um, pretty steep climb to be trail running out there like especially in the Rocky Mountains but I would recommend doing that one um, a lot of us went to go see Lily Lake and that was so short. I mean, the, the loop around there is like less than a mile, but if you want some beautiful views, I'd say go to those. So in the sense of running routes, that could be a, a future area of improvement. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of particular routes. So I do have to ask because it seemed to come up in the little min minute conversations you had. What was the elevation like for you guys running out there? So for me, it didn't really affect me because I live out of elevation. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of which, I'm considering, I'm thinking Utah. We're looking into Oregon, maybe Vermont. So name dropping some potential sites that we'll check out. If you have any leads or connections, let us know. Um, because I, since I run in Utah, I got to say I'm pretty spoiled when it comes to running routes. But elevation-wise, um, you know, that's a good question. I think we were around 6,000, I want to say. Maybe what, I'm... Yeah. Where are you in Utah? Actually, closer to maybe 7,000. Where am I in Utah? Yeah, what's your elevation? Do you know? If you don't know, it's no big deal. I just didn't know how it compared. Yeah, so Logan, Utah is around... 4,500 ish. So, um, I've okay. gone up some peaks that are 6,000 gotcha. elevation park city, 7,000, which I'm actually headed to, um, ah. over the next couple of days, I'm going to do a little trail running down there. Fun. Oh my yeah. gosh. That'd be great. Allen's park. It is, it is a pretty steep elevation. It says it's above 8,000. So, okay. So that's yeah. a good, that's a good bit there. I know because yeah. I, when I was in Aspen, it, I was running anywhere from, um, oh gosh, from like 8,500 to 9,500 and it was like sucking out of a straw half the Ooh. time. Not yeah. fun. Um, so I can imagine that those who aren't used to elevation, it's, it might've been a bit of a challenge, but uh, yeah, I, I can imagine that it was a really great experience for everybody involved. Yeah, and I think what was nice is that we didn't all have to go for runs like as one whole group. We'd start off that way, but um, a lot of us would split off into smaller groups and you just get to know the people that you were running with and bond within the groups. So mm -hmm. without it being, again, it wasn't at all clickish. That was another thing. Someone, um, I can't even remember who it was, but um, somebody said, oh, you just spent you know, three days with 20 women. What was that like? It must've been catty, right? I mean, it must've been, and it was none of that. I mean, at least from what I said, I mean, people are welcome to speak about me because I was the organizer, but I was like, you know, not clickish at all. And I didn't, 
um, hear or see anything like that. So that was really pleasant because I know that that can happen within teams and especially at the high school and collegiate levels. But this was really refreshing to just be around women that were all about lifting one another up. And mm -hmm. there was no body talk like, oh, you know, my abs or this or that about myself or um, so that was really nice as well. Like none of that. Um, trying to think of what else, but yeah. just, oh, and a, another thing's food. Like you'll see um, when I was on teams in the past, it was like, what is she eating? You know, what are they eating? It really wasn't like that either. So I just really, really thought it was a nice experience from that regard and really value all the women that came because they, they weren't comparing to one another in the sense like we were really focused on, you know, what's best for her isn't best for me and I'm going to respect that. So that was a good lesson learned too. Yeah. Isn't it sad that our society does that, that we compare yeah. so much? It's mm -hmm. exhausting. Yeah. Gosh. And, and that must have been, I think I use this word like seven or eight times now. That must have been very refreshing. <laughs> I love that word refreshing. It, yes. It, it just, it seems like it, it seems like a, a time away from, you know, what society is currently like pushing upon us it's, mm -hmm. or even the running world is pushing upon us. Um, and you kind of just yeah. answered actually my follow-up question to the runs. Like Megan, are you a, um, are you a solo runner? Do you run with a group right now or do you run most of your training runs by yourself? You know, I run a lot by myself. I like the solitude of it, but I, I love, I will not deny, I'll hardly ever <laughs> say no to running with someone. And even at, um, like, you know, I'm trying to think back to when I was in college, you know, it was so nice. Like, oh, this is a one day I get to run alone mm -hmm. out of the five or six days a week. But I really love, love, love running with people because you just lose track of time and yeah. you just, um, it's like, I've always called it double dipping. Like you're getting uh -huh. your... I'm all about, you know, multitasking probably isn't the best guys and I should be more mindful and slow down. But for someone like me who just go, 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 it's great to get, oh, I can get in a social hour and, you know, spend time with awesome people doing something I love. So it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could have just, I could have run all day with these women. And I think that was alluding to your question about altitude. I didn't even feel it because I was just so pumped. So about yeah, being there. I just, and same with sleep. I think I got like five hours a night maybe because I was just wired and awake all <laughs> night and waking up early ready to excited so um yeah. yeah I definitely did not feel the effects of that until until a few days after then I was gotcha <laughs> well the reason I asked was because um so I'm a super solo runner like I do I think 99% of my runs by myself um so I was just wondering, and I was curious what it was like to run with such a powerful group of women. Um, you've already described them as, as being incredible human beings. So I'm wondering what running with them was like, because you already, because you've talked with them, but just being in their presence and being such around such strong individuals, like what was that like? It was really powerful <laughs> to that question. I, um, that's hard to put into words. It really mm -hmm. is. I think you just have to experience it to know what it's like, but it's, it was really, really nice. I mean, I could have run with them every day and been happy. So, mm. yeah. yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that must've been really yeah, touching for everybody involved and really just a great experience overall. Um, so I'm going to name drop now because I think we need to. Um, oh, yeah. So other presenters that were at, in attendance at this uh, retreat were Megan Marshall, 
Elena Lancioni. I believe that's Lancioni. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. I always I always mess it up. Okay. Um, Rachel Style, Hannah Meyer, Neely Space Gracie, Spence Gracie, excuse me, Maggie Head, and Miranda DiBiasio. Um, all pretty pretty incredible women. Um, all pretty incredible human beings. Um, and I know you're the type of person, um, as you said, who kind of gets a general theme of all presentations rather than remembering specifics. But do you have any key takeaways from their presentations? And you don't have to list like any, all of them or from any person in particular, but just maybe one or two that really stuck with you when you left there, um, aside from melodies. Well, you know, I got a name drop. Like everybody, because I loved all of them. Um, I already alluded, I'll start with Hannah Myers, just because intuitive eating was such a powerful one. And tuning into your body's cues and talking about all of those, I really love that presentation. Um, and just like having her there as our dietitian was awesome, because she could meet with individuals and do a little bit of one-on-one um I guess coaching, I would say, in a sense, on nutrition. Um, and then another... Megan Marshall did a really powerful body image presentation, and it was more of an activity and discussion just about how social media affects our body image and what is your social media footprint? Like, what what are you doing? That got us thinking a lot. Um, not only were these presentations powerful for us alone, like, oh, it's me and myself, but just about how am I affecting others in my, you know, on my running team or within my community. So, and to the younger generation, I mean, we're role models for them too. Um, Rachel Style talked about Running in Silence, her book. She's authoring a second book now. So it was so cool to see her. She was actually working on her second book uh, while we were there and typing away in the mornings um, while some people were running. So um, having her there to talk about her experience was so cool because I had followed Rachel for years. I mean, she was one of my inspirations behind SRC. That was neat. Um, Elena, Elena Lancioni, our contributor, talked about the importance of self-care, and she's just so wonderful. Like, you can't be around Elena and not be smiling. She mm -hmm. just brought such a light to the presentation and um, talked about she actually had us all write down and okay, um, I'm not going to take credit for this, but kind of. So I was like, we should all help out because she said, you know, I'm making a self-care calendar. She does one every month for Strong Runner Chicks. So this month, it's actually brought to you by the attendees, at least 20 of the days, um, because 20 of us all wrote down one of our self-care tips and we handed it to Elena. So really cool for June. Get on that if you haven't already. Um, a couple more I want to mention. Maggie had talked about empowering female distance running, redefining what it means, really just like an amazing presentation to end on. I mean, Melody's was an awesome start. And then Mel uh, Maggie's was really, really awesome to end on. It was just like a fired up, heated, awesome presentation. And I think she just does an amazing job. And then Neely Spence Gracie talked about amenorrhea and kind of her experience with that and then with getting pregnant. And um, that was really educational and like informative, I would say. Um, it was just really nice to have her as a strong voice in the running community to come and join us. And, and to see her, you know, she's pregnant. She's going to have a baby um, same time around as Megan Marshall. So cool to have two um, future strong runner moms in the in the room. And uh, Miranda DiBiasso talked, um, talked about active isolated stretching 
she's helped with the workout Wednesday series and our strong runner chick strength guide, which um, I helped with, but Miranda, you did a ton of the work. I mean, she pretty much took over the SRC strength guide and now she's going to be speaking at Melody Fairchild's camp. So that's just a, um, it's pretty cool how one thing leads to another. So not only was this helpful for the presenters to, you know, share what they had to say, but to connect with one another and come up with ways that we as, you know, voices for the running community can speak out and take steps forward. And then I loved how Maggie had challenged us all to do that. You know, she put us on the hook, like we're not doing enough. It's not enough to, um, you know, write a blog post or to, put it out on social media or like, or to talk about it to somebody on your team, like, Oh, we really should change this. Like, what else have you done? You know, she kind of called us to take action and um, take more steps forward. So, I mean, yeah, I could go on and on. And then um, I actually met an awesome um, gal named Steph out there at the Boulder Boulder. And she came and spoke about finding our, Kind of what Kelsey was going to talk about, which Kelsey, I wish you would have been there, but okay, I'll stop saying that. It's I said okay. that like 10 times. <laughs> no, it's um, okay. So Steph is a life coach for those going through transition. And um, I know life coach sounds a little woo-woo, but really what it is is about being a guide for individuals and um, like strong runner chicks ourselves. You know, we're humans. We're not just runners. And we talk about having so much more to your life than being a runner. So what, what do you do now? Like you, you don't just go to college and major in running or um, think about that all day, every day. Um, so she really talked about finding our identities outside of the sport and then also visualizing what we want most in our lives and how to cultivate that and how to um, make that happen. And then reflecting on our values, like are you living life in alignment with your values? And if not, why? You know, what does your dream life look like? And what is your absolute worst life look like? And how to avoid that? Because sometimes we don't know what we want, but we know what we don't want. And oh man, okay, I'm on a ramble. And I definitely <laughs> picked up on that. But those are just a few of our awesome presenters that we had. So, mm-hmm. and oh, I say just man. a few, but I pretty much, yeah, pretty Nailed much all told of them. Almost, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they all sounded like they were. Oh, so amazing. I mean, so cool to have Rachel there and working on her second book, you know, like, and so cool to have Elena there and talking about her self-care.calendars. And I actually had a wonderful conversation with her Saturday, okay. I believe it was on Saturday. And she, I think has almost all the calendars done until November. Like she is just so on top of her stuff. And I know, and for those of you who who are interested. I know Miranda has the SRC strength guide out and available. Um, and it is incredible. I have read it multiple times now because I'm hoping to, I, one of my, you know, this week, my, one of my things is to do more strength (laughs) in my next training cycle, whenever that may be is to incorporate that. So I'm really grateful for Miranda for creating that. And I mean, Steph, I never really got a chance to, to, to meet or know considering she was kind of like a late addition, but she, I think we're having her on the podcast. No. Yeah, we are. We're actually going to have her. So you'll get to chat. Oh my goodness. I forgot to mention Samantha Sundstrom and Ashley Mina. Or actually, okay. um, yes. they talked about their post-collegiate experience and both very different um, stories in their own way, which was very neat to hear um, about how they 
took the next steps like college and what now and actually Ashley wasn't even a collegiate runner but she's a professional or semi-professional runner now um with one of the Boulder teams and so they talked about their experiences with that and like how do you balance you know a nine to five or just your typical like part-time job on the side with being a professional runner and competing at a high level and um, Sam qualified for the Olympic trials so she talks about her breakthrough and how she did that so honestly I mean yeah like I said, I can go on and sorry to pause at Steph. Steph also um, life coach for Brave Root Coaching. So forgot to mention that. I will make sure to add that into the show notes. Brave Root Coaching. Cool. Um, yeah. And we also are going to have uh, uh, Samantha or Sam, Samantha. That's weird. I called her Samantha instead of Sam. So Sam and Ashley on the podcast, we, we kind of had Sam on, but we're going to re-record it. Um, so, <laughs> and we'll have Steph on. And then we're actually, we just recorded um, with Sarah Brecky, who was one of the retreat attendees and her podcast, my friends, was Oh, give me, gives me goosebumps. So get excited for those coming along. Um, and so in addition to these incredible um, pre presenters um, and guests that we had come, you also, Megan, I have to give you more kudos on the amazing job you did um, getting sponsors for the retreat. So a lot of the sponsors and the goodie bags were filled with people like um, Kodiak Cakes, Boulder Organics Coffee, um, Nutso, Explore Cuisine, Healthy Scoop, Monk Pack, Siggy's, Wild Way, Perfect Bar, and 88 Acres. Um, just to name a few. There might have been a few more uh, that I missed. Um, I'll have to go back and I'll make sure to link all those you guys so you guys can take a look at there. <laughs> There's food. so many. So many. It was awesome. Um, uh -huh. And some people who weren't foods as well. Um, mm -hmm. So I'll have to try to include those um, in addition. But um, what sorts of meals did you create with these? And like what were, you know, I know Hannah maybe could would be able to speak to this as well because she was kind of in charge of a lot of this. But what were some of the delicious meals you guys created? Oh, yeah. Well, one being edamame pasta, which I am still eating because we have so many boxes. We may have to do an edamame giveaway. So edamame lovers, uh, listen up. We're going to do something soon. Um, that was sponsored by Explore Cuisine. Very grateful their pasta got here because, um, of course, a lot of these were involved shipments. It was like the day before the <laughs> retreat, which I was so happy Not about. Not or anything. Oh. Oh man. Yeah. It almost didn't get here. Um, I would have had too much pasta on my hands, but anyway, that was awesome. So that was a plant-based meal. Um, it was create your own pasta. A lot of these options I got to say were create your own, which I think just worked out so, so well for this group because, um, and for any group really, I mean, we're all kind of picky in our own, right? Like we've got, mm -hmm. I don't like olives. I don't like pickles. And if there's, you know, olives in a salad, then I got to pick them all out. Or if there's pepperoni on my pizza and I'm a vegetarian, then you know, I can't eat the pizza or if I'm gluten-free or dairy-free, I got to pick off all the cheese and the gluten. So I think what we <laughs> pick off the gluten, right? Um, I've heard that before. Um, Boulder Organic Coffee too, delicious coffee. Personally, I can't stand watery coffee or Folgers. Um, Folgers? I don't even know how to say it, but I need my quality coffee. So thank you, Boulder. And they're also a local brand. Um, same with Kodiak Cakes. They're actually local to Park City, Utah. And they sponsored us by um, providing us with delicious 
pancakes every morning, um, power cakes packed with protein and carbs to help refuel after our um, runs in the morning. Um, another one, so Nutso and 88 Acres, so fun. Those nut butters were delicious. So many different types to try and ways to make granola parfaits with them. Um, Healthy Scoop and Monk Pack had some yummy protein cookies that we had as snacks. Um, and then um, Wild Way, good granola in there. Um, perfect Bar and Siggies, thank you. Yeah, I got to say thanks to all our sponsors. I mean, really, really awesome. Um, what else did we do with meals? We did a taco night, create your own taco night, and we did a create your own um, pizza, right? Pizza, that's right. Yeah, create your own pizza night. Um, and then, you know, we did our lunches and we had, we just, I think we had plenty of food um, other than running out of hummus and guac, which I Bummer. can't. I can't let myself go for that one, but we will make sure to have all the guac and hummus <laughs> that you need if you come to another one of these. So, um, yeah, I mean, oh, and bananas, because we all love our bananas. So mm. we, uh, we actually shout out to um, Sam and to Steph because they brought bananas for us. Oh. So, yeah. Love it when people do that. Oh, my gosh. Um, I want a swag bag. Like all this stuff sounds so good. Oh my gosh, you did such a good job, and it really, I think. Kelsey, I still have a swag bag for you. I'll have oh my to gosh, say. are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I'll pay for shipping. Oh, yeah. oh my I've gosh, I've never been more excited in my entire life. That's I'll a make lot, sure you get one. I'm so it's excited. Oh, in here with, yeah, I gotta get on shipping and send that. Oh over. my gosh, no, I will pay for that because it's. Don't I can worry. imagine all with all the goodies in there. It probably weighs 800 pounds. Or I'll um, deliver it in person next. Oh we'll, yay! Yeah. That's even better. Ooh, I'm excited. Um, well, I think that worked out really well. Did you end up going to like Costco or BJ's? How did did how did you get like any of the extras? Did you need to do that? Um, so Costco would have been pretty nice. I actually had a friend named Stephanie. Um, again, friend Boulder is such a cool place. I met her in Fort Collins, Colorado, but she lives in Boulder. Um, Stephanie, thank you so much. She helped me with um, some of the planning because she hosts cancer survivor retreats Whoa. and cancer caregiver retreats. Um, it's called livebyliving.org. You should really check it out, especially if you know someone um, that's going through cancer or has overcome it. And so um, anyway, Stephanie was a big help because she helped look over what we had. Um, it was a couple days before. And of course I couldn't go shopping for, you know, things like yogurt and um, I don't know, like things that had to be refrigerated, eggs, milk, uh, cheese. So we had to wait on those things. And I actually just did two huge Safeway hauls, filled up the cart, um, felt like a crazy person. People were <laughs> like, who are you buying for? Uh, Anyway, <laughs> you know, honestly, I love grocery shopping. That's like Isn't my favorite. Isn't it the store. best? Some people hate it. Yeah, I, I could it. do it as a part-time job. So I, I had fun. Yeah. I had, it's funny. Um, when I was in my master's program, there was a girl who, um, in my program, in my cohort, who hated grocery shopping. And I would go grocery shopping for her. And she'd give me money. And she'd be like, Kelsey, <laughs> go buy me some food. And I was like, okay. And like, she'd awesome. give me like, the things that she liked or allergic to. And I just went grocery shopping for her. I wonder if there's a job like that. There has to be someone. Yeah, there that. actually is. Really? There's a, you can be a grocery delivery person. I've looked into huh. it. I just 
they don't serve Logan, Utah right now, but oh, uh, they do serve Minneapolis where I used to live. They might serve a uh, Boston area. Yeah, maybe I'll keep that in mind. Definitely... There's a couple yeah. options. So Kelsey, not that you need another thing to do, but if <laughs> right. anyone does, they, yeah, they have There's it. There's a new job opportunity for anyone listening. All right. Yeah. So we're going to do a quick rapid fire now. Ready? Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Favorite part of the SRC retreat. Oh man, <laughs> Boulder Organic Coffee. No, <laughs> um, gosh, why does coffee? The mornings, I just, I love my mornings. So um, the mornings we shared together and then the, oh, the campfire and okay. the s'mores. That's and great. someone said, this is the first s'more I've had in years. Oh. And I was so happy. And it, oh, we had jumbo gosh. marshmallows. That was a win. Um, I went with the jumbo size. We Smart. had to do those. So. Smart. Yes. Oh, and the, oh my gosh, we didn't even give a shout out to Upstart Kombucha. <gasps> Upstart Kombucha, Ooh, shout out to them. They're based in Boulder. Also, favorite part, um, I really do love like coffee and kombucha. Those things are important. Um, and the conversations that were had. Oh my goodness. The most memorable part though. Sorry, I have to go into this. Go, um, go, go. Most memorable part was when you know, people were trying to, um, well, we were, I was trying to get through all of our presentations that we had planned this day. Mm -hmm. And then people wanted to go hiking. And I was thinking, you know, there's a chance of rain, but we'll, we'll go hiking. Sure. We'll do it. Um, didn't really give the whole rain thing or thunder much thought. Ended up being a huge hail storm. And needless to say, we were all covered in hail. <laughs> so that was a fun experience. Initially, yeah, hiking in a hailstorm was most memorable. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Hardest aspect of planning their treat. Ooh, um, personally, I want to please everyone. I wanted everyone to have an amazing time. And I just had to remind myself, Megan, you're not responsible for, you know, as much as there's a level of responsibility that I had to balance between assuring that people had, you know, the necessary, everything was laid out to have a good time, but then I wasn't the one responsible for having, uh, and then wanting to do too much, which is a common theme in my life. I try to take on way too much and saying yes to, you know, all the presenters and making sure we had plenty to do. And then telling people, you know, you don't have to listen to all the presenters, but of course people mostly wanted to. Mm -hmm. So we ended up having, uh, maybe a little less downtime than would have been ideal. Okay. So, um, so yeah. that's actually, you know, I made it sound like it was a rapid fire. Like I have four more questions. I don't have any more questions on that, but that was kind of fun. And you know what? I don't know if you noticed this. I started talking faster and so did you when I said rapid fire. Yeah. I was like, oh, this too, this too. Um, anyways. Um, yeah, don't I, listen to this on 1.5 or two times speed, just a tip. I, know, I usually listen sound, to stuff on the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we probably sound like chipmunks. <laughs> um, yeah. So last question I have for you. What are the future plans for SRC? Any retreats, camps, anything going on? Or is this like a wait and see sort of question? Oh, maybe it's a wait and see. I don't okay. feel burned out in any way, but I think I need time to just kind of reflect on this and think I'm a very like reflect, step back and reflect yeah. uh, kind of person. So I need a little bit of time to think about what's the direction we want to head next and what is to come of it already? I can say that a lot has come out of it. I mean, so much more than I could have asked for. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think, I mean, I just kind of go into my, I feel like a turtle sometimes I'm kind of <laughs> in my shell right now at the moment and waiting, but of course I don't want it to be me as the future of SRC. So I want SRC to 
Um, I'm just so, so excited that I made this a space for women to blossom out of mm-hmm. and like to really shine, um, not only presenters, but just everyone that was there was able to like shine and share in their own way. And so I want it to come out of this that we're able to just take the movement forward and then shine within our communities in our own way and really make an impact. So yes, um, will there be, of course, there's going to be future retreats. Um, Maggie Head, I think was saying, you know, we're going to be here when we're 60. So we might as well start planning the next one. Um, which I thought was so, so awesome that we're going to be back, you know, like people want to have reunions with SRC already. So um, the first inaugural retreat, yes, was 2018, but there will be more to come um, in the future as well. I'd like to say that I I personally offer this now and, you know, Strong Runner Tricks as a whole, um, we're going to get more into offering retreats and camps for teams. So if you're a coach listening or a runner on a team and you're like, man, you know, I want to do something like this. Um, if you want a custom design camp or retreat, let one of us know because we can organize that and make it happen for your team, your program, or your event that's coming up. So that's what I'd like to do is really bring groups together and not just random groups of people. Um, I think it was really cool that we hardly knew each other, but um, people that already know each other, I mean, this could be so, so powerful for too. So. Oh my gosh. Yes. So many good things to come. It's so exciting. Um, Well, uh, I I guess that's all I have. Is there anything else you want to add, my friend? Oh man. I mean, I could go on for days, but (laughs) I think this was this was a really, really powerful retreat, and we use that word again and again, but if you did not come on this retreat, if you did, I love you, and thank you so much for being there. Um, you guys are all amazing, all of you that attended, and if you did not, then we would love to see you um, in a future retreat, and so please reach out if you'd like to be on the planning committee. Um, Oh, hardest aspect of planning was also delegating, I think. Um, But Kelsey, you helped so, so much with that. But people were willing to do things and you just don't expect that. You're like, oh, it's all on me, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think in day-to-day life, like we think just it's all on our shoulders sometimes, but be, you know, reach out to other people and ask for help. And that's a lesson. There are a lot of lessons that I'm working through in my own life and, you know, in career that, um, relate to the SRC retreat and movement. So I hope that, um, you know, our attendees were able to learn some lessons that apply not only in running, but in life. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I love this conversation. I like talking with you. Like in this, we should do this more often. Maybe we'll yeah. do more Kelsey and Megan Q and A's about kind of just life. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we should send out like a Q&A form to our listeners and then they can ask yeah. us anything. That would be fun. I and love getting those random questions. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to put you in the hot seat next time, Kelsey. Me? So oh, everybody boy. gets to send your questions for Kelsey. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Future, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to drop what her future career might be, but she's got some offers maybe in the works. So on the maybe. table, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or oh, that she's gosh. accepted by the time we're having this one out so this is true well we'll see we will see um but strong runner chicks thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us um chat and ramble and speak about this passionate project that we have um and megan i i I wish i could give you the biggest hug right now because i am so so proud of you i can't even express it to my 
it's just been a joy to see you grow through this process. But not only that, to see you evolve and see strong runner chicks evolve and all the lives that you've changed, even though you'll sit Thanks there and say, no, I haven't, you have, you have my friend. Do us so a favor and I'm leave really a proud of you and I can't be more grateful for the opportunity the SRC to be part community. of this. So, um, Additionally, strong runner make chicks, sure to follow us on Instagram, we've got Facebook, a lot of big things Twitter at strong runner Stay tuned. And thank you so much, Kelsey. And thank you to all our listeners. So, yep. Have all a good right. one. Bye you guys. <laughs> Bye.